didn't really realize that plastic is nothing but solid oil and gas. The gas has to come from somewhere. When you have an elephant in the room, it's this way of saying that there is something very big that everyone notices but nobody is addressing. Welcome to the Winter Will Come Again podcast, where we explore the story behind the energy crisis Europe faced the past winter, its connection with plastic production, and why, to ease Europe's energy needs, plastic has to go. At the time of recording this podcast series, Europe is emerging out of winter and days are warming up again. As we welcome the spring and summer days, we might not be thinking so much about it, but the effects of the energy crisis from last winter are still ongoing and will rise again once colder months begin at the end of the year. Once it became clear that Russian gas supplies were to be cut by at least 80%, energy costs surged. The debate around the energy crisis dominated policy conversations and media spaces. This happening in combination with the cost of living crisis that concerned countries throughout Europe. Crisis that forced industry, businesses and individuals to adapt their behavior as governments scrambled to secure gas reserves that would meet energy demands. What this scrambling looked like actually has an unlikely connection to plastic production. While in EU member states like Germany, the general public was told that they should take cold showers and use less heat to reduce the overall fossil fuel consumption, the European Union explored new trade deals to secure energy supplies for the colder months of the year, in particular with the United States and African countries like Senegal. Not only did EU governments demand far more action from individual citizens than from industrial sectors that, by the way, consume the lion's share of fossil feedstock and energy, they also completely overlooked the huge potential to actually reduce fossil fuel consumption by tackling unnecessary use. So what does unnecessary use look like, you ask? Well, if the global petrochemical producers were a country, they would be the third largest oil consumer and the fourth largest gas consumer in the world. These were findings from the Break Free from Plastics Winter is Coming report published last last year in the midst of the energy crisis. This extremely high fossil fuel consuming industry remained and still remains a complete oversight in the EU public energy and climate debates. This is despite clear and feasible pathways to reduce consumption of one of its main products, plastic. The EU cannot buy its way out of the multiple current crises by simply replacing Russian fossil fuel with imports from other regions. Every barrel of oil or cubic meter of fossil gas that goes towards plastics is a major roadblock towards the goals of tackling the climate and plastic crisis and breaking free from fossil dependency that foments instability and fuels wars. What we miss is examples of how a different world could look like. What is extraordinary about the global plastics treaty, about the mandate to negotiate it, is we are for the first time addressing as an international community the entire life cycle impacts of one of the world's most pervasive, ubiquitous products and one of the world's most pervasive pollutants. We have to decolonize in order for us to decarbonize and vice versa. In order for us to decarbonize, we need to decolonize. 
Join us in this three-episode podcast series as we explore the stories behind the data of the Winter is Coming report. To go further into the topic, we'll be joined by activists, researchers, and campaigners from Europe, Africa, and the U.S., Each of them will bring new insights and perspectives to help us better understand what can be done to ease the energy dependency of Europe on the US and countries in Africa. 